for delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast-fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brothers Just Searching where we talk about God's word and current world events to educate and to edify the believers of Jesus Christ. I'm Isaac, as always, along with Bo and Robin. And Anthony Hayes. Guys, what's going on? Work and rain. I know, man. We got a lot of rain today, man. There's this man, rain that doesn't want to quit. It doesn't want to stop, you know. And, and I, I guess you can't blame the weather, man. He's just doing his job. You know, he's just he tells us, hey, it's not going to rain. And then two days later, man, we had a big pour down, you know. And, and then he tells us it's global warming's fault. And sure. Sure. No, no, not global warming no more. It is climate change. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. It can go both yeah, ways. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, if you go on the theology of climate change, it's they they finally got it right. Yeah. And I explained this to my audience on the Cajun Conservative the other day. Uh-huh. In the eighties, it was global cooling. Uh-huh. Remember, we was gonna freeze to death. Well, I wasn't born, Boogie. You were just born, yeah, Bowen. Yeah. Do you remember when they were talking about global cooling? Yeah. So. Not not to try to show your age, Boom, but yeah, you know, it's a it's it's a benefit to have a senior in the in the chair right here. Yeah, yeah. You remember things we don't remember. Yeah, he's a half century years old. Or don't know about. Yeah, I'm past a half century, buddy. I'm on the other side of the hill. I'm going downhill with one with one foot on a banana peeling, the other one in the grave. <laughs> well anyway, spoken. So well spoken. Back to the back to our glorious point. It was global cooling. Then uh-huh. it got into the '90s where it was mm-hmm. global warming. Mm-hmm. And around the 2000s, they said, boy, we can't just keep going back cool, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. So they called it, call it climate change. Climate yeah. change. And, you know, they're not lying. Every every four times a year, mm-hmm. the climate change. You got summer, winter, you know, fall and spring. You know, it changes. Yeah, it changes every yeah, year. But, but there's one difference they didn't take away, though. Man, it's still the fault and still the blame. Yes. Yes, always. No. I've uh, I've learned something. The men's at fault, and the only way to fix it is throw money at it. Yep, and and, and get us on horse and buggy again. Oh no! And get rid of all the cars and planes. We all be better off. And we can't even do that. Some of our neighbors let their mule run out of the run out the road last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. How, how they went? They caught him? No, we went to uh, check them jobs today, and he was still eating right there. Yeah. Francis, so, for- the mule. <laughs> <laughs> Francis is coming. Francis is coming. <laughs> you know what I think, Doc? I think you're here wrong. He might be one of those that's watching out for everything. He, he, he might be real reincarnation. Maybe so. No, yeah. fellas, no, no. I watch enough Air Buddies to know mm-hmm. that it was an alien from outer space that took the form of a donkey. Oh, so yes. the aliens are doing it now. Uh-huh. Get the gun, we're gonna shoot him. Because <laughs> we'll find out one way or another. You reminded me of uh, and, uh, no, no. Uh, I'm not. He has not paid us or whatever. But that Kuyon Duyon. Yeah, from, I think it's from Erath. I'm uh-huh. not sure. Yeah, Remember? Somewhere. Remember he did like the Predator, and they were like, "What is that? We don't know, but it bleeds." When they say, "When it bleeds, we eat, eat it." Yeah, cook some rice salt and pepper. <laughs> cook some rice. About, that's the thing about Cajun people, guys. Mm-hmm. Cajun people would eat anything, you know. Because mm-hmm. look, hey, Bowen told me a great deluxe on Sunday. What he mm-hmm. had, he had. He said he went to a birthday party, and you know this was a real Cajun party. They had frogs, fried oh. frogs. They had. Crawfish etouffee. Fried shrimp. What? Well, if they had ball shrimp, I was going. Well, they didn't have no ball shrimp. But... Never mind. I wasn't going. <laughs> Crawfish is expensive, though, right now, man. Mm. We went to a restaurant the other day, and that my little boy, Nicholas, that's all he eats is really crawfish, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, <laughs> Which we told him we wanted crawfish. He looked at it and said, what's that? He never saw crawfish fried before. So we had to peel the crust off of the crawfish to give to him. 
Man, for an and this was an appetizer. This wasn't a mm-hmm. a good course meal. He an made appetizer. a meal out of it. Well, he made a meal out of it, but well, he wanted more. My mm. my sons can eat. Um, but and look look at their daddy. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, he ate that, but I got the bill. That appetizer was almost ten dollars just for that little bit. Look, no bowl of crawfish, not much. Man, I'm like man, back in the day, used to sell that for pennies. Not no oh, and you used to crawfish too, man. You remember that? You used to crawfish. I used to get all that for free. All that, man. You must have been in heaven. I'm still, I still get it for free. And you don't call me and Boogie? <gasps> my brothers do it for my brothers fish the pond. I don't mess now, with the now, pond. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out my good friends Nate Savage and Scott Ford. Every time I do an interview with them, I, or and, mm. and also Lauren Collins. I forgot about Lauren. Uh, them three, I, every time I talk to him, I say, look, when you come down to Louisiana, I'm going to give you some good home cooking. Mm-hmm. So if I call you and I say, I need a sack of crawfish, mm-hmm. d- don't ask don't ask no questions. Just tell your brother, it's for the ministry. I'll go catch it myself. I ain't, I'll just get somebody to come with me, raise the trout, and catch a sack. <laughs> well, boy, when they think we're crazy, when they see you, they're going to be like, they don't want to come back to Louisiana. Well, <laughs> I, I can't help that, buddy. They had one person that uh, when daddy was talking to him says, "Hey, Boogie's driving now." He says, "I ain't coming to Louisiana no more." <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the warning. Yeah, yeah. thanks for the warning. But so. all right, I want to go ahead and just tell everybody you can find us on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and many other platforms. Go look up if you want. If you don't have one of them platforms, you can go on Anchor.fm. And listen to the podcast, just type in BJS Ministry, or you can find a platform where you can listen to. There's a lot of web-based platforms out there. Also, if you're in front of a computer and you want to look up that, go ahead and look up YouTube at Brothers Just Searching Podcast. We have our podcast, and we hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, consider subscribing, hitting the bell, and going ahead and giving us a thumbs up and sharing with with friends and you know I, i've been asking people to do that now if you listen to this podcast and it don't matter if it's the audio side you, know, you subscribe to the audio side go ahead and copy the link of the podcast and send it to your friends and family it mm. helps us out it gets the gospel out because look we just came from a long series of nine episodes talking about daniel i had to be honest with you, I haven't heard, and they're probably out there, but I haven't heard that much in depth of the statue of Daniel chapter two. Mm, interesting. Now, Brother Swaggart in his book of uh, prophecies and illustrations of the book of Daniel dives into it, but he don't dive that deep into it. Oh wow! And um, but it's in some good content. Don't get me wrong. That's so, what started so, me on this journey. So we made a Christian biblical history, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and, and look, there's uh, <coughs> talking about Nate Savage from Savage Fifty Fifty, a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. a conservative friend, and uh, he listens to all of them. He he kept, he keeps on telling us, man, I love your stuff, mm-hmm. I love your content, I love your history. He wants us on his platform. We're still working on getting that. Yeah, yeah. But but you get what I'm saying. A lot of people don't don't relate history to the Bible. They so. don't. They don't, and they don't realize how much gaps that was missing either. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You look at so, it. Wow, that's been a long while. So, but anyway, but um, go ahead and like us on YouTube. Share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. And share it on your Facebook page. It's Ooh. just a uh, great word, word by mouth helps a lot. Correct. More correct. than you think. Or the bell. Yeah, the bell. <laughs> hit the bell. Ding dong. Um, hit the bell. But um, anyway, so. Also, go ahead and check out the Cajun Conservative uh, political view on things. Uh, I say it like this, a Christian Cajun view of politics. You can go find that on Apple, Google, Spotify, and also on Rumble. I'm on Rumble on that station. Uh, you can find our two churches that we're associated with, Coda Homes Fellowship Church and New Beginning Fellowship Church, in the description of this video or this audio podcast. And you can find the churches here in the greater Brobridge, St. Martinville area. Go ahead and check out the churches. So, all right, guys. So, um... We we were planning to go another route, but this article really captivated me when I read it read it the other day. And the the title of this article is coming from the Christian Post. It was written by Le, uh, Leonardo Blair. He's mm. a reporter there at the Christian Post. Most adults, U.S. Christians, don't believe the Holy Spirit is real. What? And that is a study. So if you go ahead and read a little bit, they had a study done. If my computer goes out, it don't want to let me do anything. Uh, technology, you got to love it. But anyway, 
So there's 176 million American adults who identify as Christians. If you go ahead and look at our our current numbers in the United States, there's about 350 million people in the United States. Wow. You might ask how I know that. I was reading a news article the other day, and Joe Biden said there was three uh, 350 million people that got the current vaccination that's out. Now, everybody said, well, look, if that's the case, we're all good. We have a 100% vaccination rate because there's 350 million people out there. So that's how I know that number. So about 176 million American adults who identify as Christians. Mm. People might say, well, ain't that a good thing, Brother Isaac? In a certain way, yes. In a certain way, no. Because the Mm. next stat is what really flipped me out when I read this. Just 6% or 15 million of them actually hold a biblical worldview. This study comes from Arizona Christian University. Mm. And the findings were published by Critical Research Center of Arizona Christian University. And uh, in it, it recently released Americans Worldwide Invert... I can't say that word. Anyway. A annual survey that evaluates the worldwide of U.S. adult popul- population concluded in February. Now, this was this result. This was released a few weeks ago. The survey included a nationalized rep- uh, nationalized representation sample of 2,000 adults. So that comes about 2,000 because a lot of people don't realize that with polls, you have to go ahead and find. Uh, you can't. Obvious, you can't talk to all 350 million people in the United States. So you have to get a sample. Mm. Of diverse people and all, everything like that. Mm-hmm. But now you might be asking, well, what, where's the part where the Holy Spirit comes in? The study shows in general that while majority of Americans self-identify Christians, and that's a big key right there because mm-hmm. a lot of people throw that word loosely. Hey, I'm a Christian. Mm. But when you throw that word loosely around, it is either, you know, Jehovah's Witness, Mormonism. Everybody's everybody identifies themselves uh Roman Catholics, Baptists, uh, Pentecostals, they all identify as Christians, which some some people that use as a religious uh, a title, religious title. Mm-hmm. including many who identify as evangelicals. That means they go to church, they're Baptists, Pentecostal, whatnot, believe that God is all powerful, all knowing and is the creator of the universe. More than half reject a number of biblical teachings and principles, including the existence of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and give you all some numbers here. Now, I believe this is out of the... This this is a, this is from... While the group aren't consistent in the changeable, Brenna, the, 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 um, the study, found that there are slightly fewer self-identifying evangel- uh, evangelistics. 28% and self-identifying born-again Christians. So only 35% of that. Despite using different terminology to identify themselves, self-identifying born-again and self-identifying evangelical Christians pose nearly identical views on most of the Bible, of the belief evaluated. Across a dozen out, uh, attitude studies, the average difference was only 2% points, with the largest gap being 4%. Uh, four percentage points he noted so what basically what he was saying in that that part was that you know like a baptist let's just say for a baptist and we're pentecostal might be two to four percent difference mm. but listen to this some 62 percent of self-identifying born-again christians contend that the holy spirit is not real uh, uh, real He's a living being, but is uh, he's not. He's a living being, but is morally a symbol of God's power. We can get into mm-hmm. that in a second. Presence or purity, a presence or purity. That's what the holy thing, the Holy Spirit is. Another sixty-one percent say that all religious faiths are equal, or uh, equal value, mm. and sixty percent believe that if a person is good enough or does enough good things, they can earn their way into heaven, which is saying only 40% of us believe that the blood of Christ is the only way. All these positions challenge a biblical world view. So, so guys, I'm going to so so, open so, it right uh, So they mean that, like I was hearing, uh, and I, I believe the article is true, because I was hearing that on YouTube not too long, too long ago, 
the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I believe it's right. Because I was hearing there was a Oprah was talking. I forgot to forgot one preacher. He was a white guy, and he was she was asking him about when Jesus said, "I am the only way." How you interpret it? And he said, "Well." I see Jesus meant that there's many broads. I see the interpretation like Jesus said there's many ways to get to God. And the Bible does not say that. Jesus said, I'm the only way to truth and the light. But he was trying to do that to make Oprah and the audience feel like, oh, wow, there's many ways to God. He was trying to make them happy while he was denying the truth of and, God. And this is where I'll come, come to the... Uh, so that article is true when it said Well, this is where I'll come to yeah. the point with that, though, book, is this... Our website has it. Brothers mm-hmm. just searching that wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. In the middle of it, we have John 14, 6, which Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father except me. through me. Except. So, you know, as I said that, except. Yeah, except through him. Mm-hmm. So like I said, look, listen to this stat. 60% believe that if a person is good enough. Now, Bo, and I got a question for you is, what did Paul say about good people? Well, no, not Paul. Uh, was it no Jesus? I said yeah, Jesus said there is none there good. None good, not, not one. one. Okay, so so and that goes to the point of which I know I'm I'm, I'm probably going to make some people that are legalistic happy. I'm calling this. If you break one law, wait up. Which law are you talking about? No, I'm just talking about any. You know, the, let's just say the Ten Commandments. Okay, if you yeah. break one law, you break them all. That's what Jesus said. That's yes, right. that's right. That's right. So, and so that's why we, we rely on grace. So you know. So but, when people say, "Well, morally, I'm a good person," you know, but I think that's morally, I keep the Ten Commandments. You know, I've never stole. I never killed. I, you know, people use the simple things like the Ten Commandments, but morally, you've broken everything because morally, when you were born, you were born into sin. Right, and that's called the sin nature. You know, so you never kept any of the laws that God put out. No person can keep the law. Well, and that, that's where it goes to the point like Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort goes out there and says, oh, you're a morally good person. Yes, well, you have a lie. Yeah, well, you have a steal. Yeah, and he breaks an angle like uh, how he said that uh, to one person. You're lying, thieving, adulterers at heart. And that's only three of the uh, Ten Commandments. Uh, I can tell all. you what. I, I, I work at a store, and I, and I watch the people. I watch the guys, the girls, and, and I watch them lust after each other, you know. They less after each other. It's like, man, are you serious, dude? What does it you, say? This you sell you know, products to uh, help them sin. Pretty much. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Pretty much, but I, that's my job. But no, no, not, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing you, know? you boy. I'm not criticizing you. Know? you no, no, but just it's saying, just you know. But it, the thing is, Isaac, you got to look at it too. It, it takes a. It takes God to live in me to put me in a place like that to live mm-hmm. around all that temptation. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm around cigarettes. I'm around alcohol. I sell everything that people like. I let people like to smoke. People like to drink. I used to do that and, and in my past. And I was about to say that you, when you look at them, you saw like, man, that was me. At that one was time. me at one time, so you know, I, and, and I and look at that I been, and, and I say to myself, I said, mm-hmm. you know, I can't judge them for what they're doing because I did the same thing. Right. Well, they're lost. They're lost. You know? But. But it goes to the point, though, there's not good people. And like I said, look, listen to that. If, if it's 60% believe that if a person is good enough or does mm-hmm. enough good works, mm-hmm. they can earn their way into heaven. Now, that is not the 6% that believe biblically because the article does break that down. Well, well, they're wrong because in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, it says for, uh, that it's not by your works. It's by grace. Yeah, that that's, Paul, Paul brought that out in the book yeah, of Ephesians. Yeah, so they're going against, yeah, the Bible. You look stunned. You look like you're ready to go. I want to read something. Now, this might not fit in. This might not even cohabit what we were talking about. But I think it would shed some light on some stuff. Okay. Okay? Just let me read it. Sure. And then if y'all want to give y'all comments Mm -hmm. on it, that's fine. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to let y'all talk. But Jesus said this, and he was talking to Nicodemus at this time. You know, he came to Nicodemus' house, and Nicodemus said all what he said and all this. But Jesus said this. Jesus answered Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest, and the sound thereof, but cannot tell where it cometh, whether it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. 
Now, when people say they don't, they don't believe in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in the spirit. No, they're not that, born of the spirit to begin with, in my opinion. First right. of all, if you don't believe in it, how are you going to be born of the spirit? How are you going to be born again? Okay? A person that don't believe in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God comes into a person when mm -hmm. he's born again. That spirit mm -hmm. moves in. If you don't believe in that spirit, how are you going to be born again? You know, you can't be born again if you don't believe in something that really, that's really there. The Holy Spirit is a being. It's a separate being from God. It's three persons. The Bible plainly states that. And people are going to sit there and say, well, I don't believe in that. Well, how, how, how are you going to be born again if you don't believe in that? Jesus plainly said it right there in his words, and he plainly stated it. You hear the wind, but you don't hear where it comes from. You know where it not comes from. You know not where it goes. It's the same thing as the Spirit of God. But, you know the Spirit of God. You don't see it. You don't hear it. You, you, it's by faith that you receive the Spirit. How are you going to be born again if you don't believe in it? Well, and that's what mm -hmm. comes to the point because you have, you have some teachers out there, they don't believe in the infilling of the Holy Spirit like we do. But, and, you right, you do get the Holy Spirit in you because that's the spirit of regeneration. That's right, and that's that's where Jesus was talking about right there. And to add on to this point, though, because you can't believe in the Holy Spirit if you don't believe in it. Listen to um, listen to Romans chapter eight verse five. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. Now listen to what we talked about right here. Um, the, and a lot of these self-proclaimed Christians, which Dad told us growing up, everything that's labeled Christian isn't Christian. Right, you gotta watch. 62% of the of the of the 94% of Christians that claim to be Christian uh hold the title of evangelist or whatever don't believe in the whole, they, they contend that the Holy Spirit isn't real but it's only a symbol of God's power present and purity. Mm. Another well, 61% say that all faiths are are equal value and 60% believe that uh people are good enough they can get to saved. But listen to this, that is the working of the flesh. That is people that don't know God and want to justify themselves. Mm -hmm. As Christians, well, I'm a born-again believer, but I don't believe in the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit convicts of mm -hmm. sin. Right. Also, another one say that religion's faith, that, 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 uh, that, that caters to their feelings. Well, my grandparents are Catholic, or my grandparents are this religion or that religion. So, you know, it all faiths, we all, we all heard that term. We all heard, I well, like Bowen's yeah. face and presence right now. That's what I did when um, when, when he When you go ahead and say, well, look, all, we all serve the same God. We just worship him in a different form. Yeah. That is the mind we, of the spirit. It, it, it's I mean, that's the mind of the flesh. I, I heard that already. They say, well, all roads lead to God. We all follow the same right. road. And all, all roads lead to hell. Too, yeah, right? yeah. No, but you yeah. get one of them. Except one, Jesus Christ. He leads yeah, to Exactly. But you booking you what I meant. Right. Yeah. But now what? Listen to this. But, but those who live according to the spirit, the ones that have been regenerated, the ones that have come to the Lord and been saved, they, they're, they're born of the spirit. So, and it says, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace for the mind that is set on the flesh is uh, hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's laws. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are at the flesh cannot please God. So you're, you're telling me, <laughs> you, you, but you get what I'm saying, Bo? That, that's where this, these percentage coming. 60% of so-called Christians out of the 94% are living after the flesh. But it's going to get worse than that because the 6% that hold a biblical worldview even have problems with it as well. But doesn't, doesn't the Bible say that when a man is born of the Spirit and the Spirit moves into him that he's going to bring forth fruit? Uh, of that of, of his life you yeah, know the fruits right. are going to show forth so so i mean a person that's born again brings forth fruit good fruit but a person that's not a born again or don't don't believe in the spirit of god will not bring forth good fruit he's going to bring forth evil fruit so how can evil fruit and good fruit mix you can't mix the two together no, it don't can't. work well, but that, that's the issue with america today because one of the, the one of the issues was coming is that America is getting religious. America's not just Reli getting religious. Well, they're thinking that all their good works and all the good things they do, because I talk to cops, I witness the cops, and they believe that, well, you know, I serve the public, I do good things, you know, mm -hmm. I help the people, mm -hmm. I do this. I don't care if you're a cop, I don't care if you're the president of the United States. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you don't believe in his Holy Spirit and you don't believe in him, you're going to hell, period. Yep, that's true. And we're living in an apostate 
time because a lot of people, a lot of Christians want to hold the term of Christianity, as we talked about earlier. Like I said earlier. But, but Boogie, you, you were talking earlier to me about yeah. liberals, Christians. Yes. It's yeah. funny how we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, fit in quite I was good. listening to a podcast earlier. Mm-hmm. And there's these guys that I mean not guys these ladies that uh, that that are on this podcast. Uh, my wife was listening to it, mm-hmm. and they would they look in the podcast. They 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 didn't say nice words. They were talking a lot of liberal ideology and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm keeping my mouth shut. I'm just trying to I'm listening to them see what they're saying. And one of them said, uh, "Live like Jesus." They said, "Yeah, not the Jesus like them Christians out there. Uh, I live. Uh, we gotta uh, follow the liberal Jesus. Like Jesus was really what." So now it's going to mm-hmm. a point to where they're saying Jesus is a liberal. Oh, I heard that. Or Jesus has liberal intent. So now we gotta yeah. be liberal Christians. Yeah, yeah. And follow the liberal standpoint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. Boys, I heard that. I heard that today. But watching it, a video but, but today. They're yeah. coming to this. Well, let's fit Jesus into our liberal in theology our terminology mm-hmm. instead of believing the terminology of the Bible. No, and believe me, Jesus would have been very conservative. He would have been more conservative than anything else. <laughs> if Jesus was alive today, and people might get mad, I'm using that because you think they hated Donald Trump, they would have hated Jesus more. Oh yeah, Jesus wouldn't even be welcome in churches. No, but now this is the stat that I want to go ahead and, and talk to you about a little bit today, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, the self-identified, the study identified another group of self-identifying Christians. Boy, you sure you're okay over there, right. man? It'll be okay. He's about to cry right there. <laughs> I know. But, okay, so Pardon? listen to this. Christians who are more closely aligned with a biblical worldview known as the, 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 the theological Born again, mm-hmm. but only Christians identifying uh, intelligent disciples were classified by Brennan, the one that did the study, as having a biblical worldview, and that group represented six percent of the nation that believed the truth. So that's out of the 176 million people in America that self-identifies Christians, only 15 million uh-huh. or six percent of that. Believe in a biblical worldview. Well, well, well. Did Jesus say that many are called but few are chosen? Yes, yes. You're right on that. You're so, right. On so that. this to show you because you have a big number. Like, with, and it also says I think it's in Exodus or Deuteronomy. I think when God told the people of Israel, "Do not follow a multitude to Multitude. Do evil, nah, to do evil. There you go. Because something's popular, or that there's a lot the of stress. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some things that happened, like revivals that took place, millions got saved by you know Charles Spurgeon and other. There were some times where great numbers of people came to God, and there was some times, you know, God's desire is for a lot of people but, to get saved anyway. But, but sadly. But, you do also got to watch because Satan can have big crowds too. But or, Boogie, you know, Boogie, you talk about Charles Spurgeon and and yeah, and all these all, all these mostly, all yeah. these great preachers that you know come behind Charles Spurgeon. Yeah. And when these men preach, when people got saved, they believed in a people, biblical worldview. People mostly. believed in a biblical worldview, but they also believed in the very word of God. It was God's authority. You know, it was the God's authority. It wasn't this 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 thing that you see today. Well, I'm an American. I'm a Christian. You know, we live in a Christian nation. Just because you live in this nation doesn't make you a, a no. Christian more than it it's, makes you a hot dog it, but, with ketchup on it. But, but you see, boy, that's what I think. That's what the hot sad dog thing theology. About. Hot dog theology. You're right. <laughs> and hamburger with no cheese. I like that cheese theology. But, there but, you go. But, but you get what I'm saying. Now, I think that's what. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of people think, oh, I'm an American, so that automatically makes, makes me, me a Christian. Makes me a Christian, and that's yeah, that's the Christian means Christ-like, and mm-hmm. that, and unfortunately, Man, they a lot of people are flying around. Hey, yeah. I'm a Christian with a joint in their hand and a beer in another. Yeah, hey, oh, I've seen like I seen that. It don't make sense. But now, what? So let's let's go back to the six percent, okay? Uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus would have drink a uh, Bud Dumb. I mean, a Bud Lighter like me. <laughs> or Jesus sitting on a bench just drinking a nice. Yeah. <laughs> but but you get what I'm saying though. Now, why? Out of the six percent of U.S. Uh, adults possess uh, possess a biblical worldview. Now they're labeled whatever. But now, ninety nine percent of this group believe that the Bible is accurate and a reliable word of God. Believe that God is all knowing, all powerful, and just and just mm-hmm. creator of the universe and who still rules the universe today mm-hmm. and say they have a unique God-given calling. So that's a good thing. You know, hey, that's six. Now, that's you know, what's sad is that's only the 6% that identify as Bible-believing Christians yeah. or are holding a biblical worldview. Yeah. Significant my, uh, my, uh, 
minorities still hold belief. Now, this is in the 6%. This is the sad part. This is the 6% that's supposed to hold on to the biblical worldview. Only 25% say there is absolutely no moral truth. 33% of that 6% believe in karma, believe things happen by karma. Who's karma? I have no idea. Maybe and I karma don't even, and <laughs> No, <laughs> I, I don't even know what but, that is. But anyway, so now what? This is the point. Now, this is... I can't stretch enough. This is the 6% of Christians that say they hold a biblical worldview. So there's really this... Watch. Uh, there's now, a good bit, but still No, no, small. it's very small. Cause, yes, cause if you look small. at the numbers. But listen yeah. to this. Out of the, this is the 6%. Or the 15 million out of the 176 million people that say they're Christians, 39% of that 6% of the group contend that the Holy Spirit is not real, living being, but is morally a symbol of God's power, present, and purity. Now, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Out of this 6%, 42%, so let's say the 15 million, uh, probably only, let's say... 10 million, 9 million believe that the Holy Spirit is real because uh, for, now 42% of that 6% believe that having faith matters more than what you put your, your faith in or what you pursue. So, Bone, I got a question to ask you. If, that, if they're true on that, if believing, if believe that having faith matters more than which faith you pursue, that means you can believe in Buddha. Mm-hmm. That means you believe in Muhammad. Mm-hmm. That believes you can. You, can uh, you get what I'm saying? All kind of other things. Mm-hmm. As long as you have faith, they're not just as good as the first group of the nine six. I guess you can put it this way: Buddha crucified himself on the cross. Karma mm-hmm. died on the cross, mm-hmm. and all these other fake things died yeah. on the cross. Yeah. But they, they forget about Jesus. Now watch. But if you can watch. place, if you can place your faith, if it takes more faith to believe in whatever you want. And most people probably don't even believe Jesus was the Son of God. Probably there's, a most of, there's a lot that a don't. A lot of religions that people probably don't. Probably so. So if that's the case, that's a dangerous road that they're following. Now, but watch. Let, let's go to this, okay? 52% argued that. Now, this is out of the 6% that's supposed to have a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. Argue that people are basically good. Basically good. Where what what part is good? What part of me is good? I want to know. But, what but, part uh, of me is really good no, no, no. or good enough to go to heaven? So, hey, so hey, let, when I get this, what planet did they come from? Thank you. Oh <laughs> my goodness! But, but get, what spaceship watch. did they build? I want one. Now, I now watch. Now look, let's let's go according to this. Though watch, yeah. I, I just thought of this. Uh-huh. The six percent has problems. They believe in karma. They believe they know the, the quarter of them don't believe in absolute truth. Thirty nine percent don't believe in the Holy Spirit. So if we go according to this diagram, we go the according six, to watch, that. We lost like uh, a bunch of watch. a bunch of heathens. So if we go according to this mm. numbers, does it say if this is all true? What they saying? I believe this survey is accurate. Only three percent of the hundred and seventy six million, million so called Christians. Christians. Are truly saved. Truly that saved. only gives about eight and a half million people on this earth. I mean, on this on the, on, the, on the, in America that believe the, the that believe that, that's right. I think we're part but of Dan, it. I think the, we're part of it. But yeah, the, the, Dan, you got to ask yourself: out of that eight eight and a half million people, you got to ask yourself: do they really believe that? Oh no, they're part of the 176. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Wow. No, but do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that, I know that, what you're saying. That is the and look, going to the part where I originally what we were originally thinking about going with this, but we changed course. No, the course we're on well, is a very good course. Well, in Isaiah, God talked about how in Isaiah chapter one, how he was tired of them performing sacrifices mm-hmm. There's and a lot doing of time rituals. And I think America is getting to that point. If you look, I did some study on it this afternoon. Israel was in a state of backslidden state that they were still doing the rituals and they were still doing the, the, the articles of Leviticus, which God ordained, but they were just doing it as a religious form. And I mm-hmm. think that's what a lot of U.S. Christians are doing. Mm-hmm. Well, and look, it don't even matter what church they're going to. You have, yeah. we have, there's a church in Houston that fits, uh, 
Uh, let me. A million? Let me go ahead and. Uh, hell, look how much uh, the church in Houston holds. Uh, I'm to tear the Joe Osteen Church. How many people attend the church? Well, Lloyd gets that. There's people in this. 20, this is it 20,000? No, more than that. I, I, that's why I'm getting LB to look up that yeah, stat. I'm trying to remember. Somebody but heard it. in a point, you know I'm how many. Talking. Look, people, millions of millions of Americans go to church every Sunday. Well, sure. And, and look, they got to go suit their conscience. And that's where it's coming to. And that look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think the Lord's pleased with Christianity right now. I don't believe oh, the Lord's pleased, pleased with this nation. When you have people, I pray, and, Lord, and don't Isaiah, be angry with me. Look, and Isaiah said it the best way: you lift up bloody hands. You got innocent Why blood on your he, hands. Okay, so Lloyd said, uh, LB said that sixteen thousand eight hundred people. So you were close. Oh, okay. I thought it was more than that that held. In, yeah. Uh, okay. I was like, that's what I, I was like. But yeah. look, this is an old, old fashioned arena. This was an arena that a basketball team played in, and the uh, Joe Osteen fills this church to capacity. Yeah, he's Arizona. got about eight million. But but you get what? And look, worldwide, you don't know. He has a good. He has an audience. Yeah. Ooh, but Lord, the thing of it is, yeah. all these people going in there and acting religious. Now I'm not going to say all of them are not oh, saved, they, 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 but majority <laughs> of these people are going to this church. Yeah. Majority of these people are going to these church to to get a. I need to feel good. Oh. And I, this look. Mm-hmm. According to this, I'm beautiful. Our, I'm nation, handsome, our yeah. nation is in trouble with these with these statistics. Hey, you know, I, I, watch, it's not I, just in trouble, but you know, you know, I want to shock some people. I mean, we talk about this today, but the seed has always been planted. If you look way back in the day, a thing called higher criticism. Well, it was a bunch of Christians. We call them now liberal. That's what they were, liberal Christians. More than they, just liberal. They got the Satan, they see them making up, like, for example, they believed, kind of similar to what's going on now, they believed, even way back then, they yeah. believed, well, uh, the Bible is just a historical book. It's not highly inspired. It's, it's, not, it's just a historical book, and mostly of it is allegory. It's not even like, to take example, the story of Jonah. Like, for example, I heard that already. The story of Jonah. Was this an allegory? It was just a story. It didn't really happen. David and Goliath did not really, really happen. It was just an allegory. It was was an allegory or symbol, or it was something that was inspired through history, and the writer put that in there. Or they tried, pretty much what they're saying, but 90% of the Bible is fiction. Well... And Bo- that is still taught today. And that was called higher criticism. Boogie. And then, watch, I'm going to tell you something now. Another thing, too. There was, I didn't know this until finding this out today. I, I found this part out. I mean, but they don't actually believe in the death, burial, resurrection of Christ. They said that was fictional. They don't believe in that. They don't believe in the virgin birth. It's a myth. And they don't believe the Bible's authoritative book. They don't believe that it was inspired by God. And they also believe that. Moses didn't write mostly of the Old Testament. They don't believe he wrote. Uh, they believe it was different authors who wrote some of the books in the Old Testament. They well, don't believe well, he wrote Deuteronomy. That point, you're talking about liberalism. I remember yeah. a while back I heard this. And it was called high somebody. criticism. They say you know Jesus was a liberal. He cared for the poor. He wanted to distribute. Yeah, I heard that, that too. Now, I heard that said, too. Really? Okay. So I said let's, uh-huh. let's go according to that. Jesus, Jesus says, "Suffer the children to come to me, for such is the kingdom of God." That's what. Oh Jesus, you know, oh, no, no, you can't, you can't bring out abortion with that. Really? Why not? Jesus did yeah. also believe. Jesus believed in less government. He he. he yeah. took, Jesus was not liberal. Jesus was not communist, and he was not a fascist. Okay, and he yeah. was not a drinker. No, because if you read, if you read the communists and the and the and, and, and the fascist manifestos, Jesus would have never been approved. He would have never been approved by anybody. He would not approve but, but, that but, at let's all. Let's go they can say that what they point want too, Bo. Man, we talked about mm-hmm. uh, Christians drinking alcohol a while mm-hmm. back. You know how? And look, there's a lot of Christians out there that just don't know. Mm-hmm. So they keep on doing because they're, they're, they're still in this process of learning what's right and what's you're wrong. You're just feeding the flesh is what but, you're doing. But but there's a lot of Christians that they, they like to drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because they like to drink, mm-hmm. they fit it in their mind. Jesus drunk mm-hmm. wine. Yeah, and well, don't look at none of the it, content it, I, I or none on, of the I, history I, around I, it. I, and they just say, Jesus drink wine, so it's okay for me to I, drink. I can, go, I can go in the Word of God and I can find Scripture to fit whatever sin I want to live in and whatever I want to do. And that's how Christianity and, and, is. And, and I can do that, right you know. Here. I can make I can make myself feel good and say, well, you know, I found this, so I can do this. The Bible, you know. But and see, you, look, this, this you're article, still living in sin. This article wouldn't have surprised me a lot. The dame called me. Most adults, U.S. Christians, don't believe in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
But there's something I wanted to share with y'all before. Go go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'll I'll finish this thought out. I let a certain person watch a video, Mm -hmm. one of our videos that we did, when when me and Isaac had shared. It was just me and Isaac. And I shared the part about Abraham and Isaac. Mm -hmm. And this person sat down and actually started watching the video. Okay. Wow. I'm not going to name nobody. I'm not going to give no who it was or nothing. Mm. But he started watching it. And watched it for a good while until it got to the part where Abraham offered up Isaac as a sacrifice. And after he went through that and got where the ram came out and all, he told me, he said, you can shut it off. He said, it sounded like a good story. Mm. Wow. Wow. But that's how many. Yeah, that's So I, I asked myself a question. After I left from there and went to my house, I asked myself a question. I said, did he make me turn that off because he was under conviction and God was dealing with his heart? Or did he just make me turn it off because he don't believe in the Bible? Mm. It could have been both. Yeah. It could have been both because you got to realize people that don't believe in the Bible, if they feel conviction, they tell you to stop because they don't believe it. Because all he said, it was a good story. But they, but they got some Christians that disbelieve is a yeah, good story. Yeah, but see, and that's, that's what so comes to the point. That's why that. I wanted to share that with the, the, you. The, yeah, you're the, right. The, that, that, well, that feeds into my next point. Like I said, the audio caught me by surprise. Well, most U.S. Christians don't believe in all this. Weird. And like I said, you have they, they, they like the Baptists and the Calvinists. They don't. They, they necessarily don't believe. They believe in the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Totally different things. They believe. They but, believe it comes with conversion. Yeah, yeah it comes with conversion. But they don't but believe in this speaking is where, tongues. This so. is where it comes to the point. Even with this, okay. Now, if they would have said 176 million Americans um, claim to be a Christian, but 50 percent of them hold a worldview of a Christian <laughs> b- biblical worldview, you know, it's bad. But guess what? It's a, it's still a good, you know, half at least half of Christian Christians. Six percent. That's low. Still. And even in that six percent, almost uh, almost 40 percent of that six percent don't believe in the Holy Spirit. So I'm like. Where is the biblical worldview? Mm. That, you get what I'm saying? Because if somebody could <coughs> well, we believe in a biblical worldview. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? No. Then, then it's not. Then, then you know, I'm sorry. You're not believing in a well, biblical well, worldview. Because well, yeah. look, there, I know there's a difference with the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit coming all in one shot. I understand mm. that argument. Mm-hmm. There's scriptures, the base or whatever. I can understand that. Right. But at least you believe in the Holy Spirit. Right. Even the rapture. I mean, we're not agree yeah. all the timeline, but at least we believe some of us believe in the rapture. They put all them stats in there. I would yeah. love to find a stat, which I need to go, how many Christians believe in the rapture of the church? And the, You'd be surprised. That, that's another be, thing. You'd be surprised. That, and that's another biblical worldview that a lot of churches are not having right, right. now. They well, don't let, believe in the rapture. Okay, let's actually go on on that churches. You know, we mentioned uh, the church in Houston that holds almost 17,000 people. Mm-hmm. So we have we have that, but... Look, you have tons of churches in America, tons of churches in America, and then, like I said, you don't. You only have six percent that believe in a biblical worldview. Let's let's give the benefit of the doubt to them six percent. They might be. You get what I'm saying? But at least three percent hold to a whole biblical worldview of the Bible. But if you go ahead and look at that, what is wrong in America? What's wrong with the American Christian? Because they're backsliding. Well, it's not that it's just backsliding, Bowen. Are there? Hey, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to put all blame on the pastor because okay. I had a conversation this afternoon. Okay. Everybody wants to put blame on the pastor. Oh, the pastor should go get people. The pastor no, should win the no, loss. No, no, the no, 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 no. The pastor should do this. No. Christians are supposed I'm to do sorry. their duty, too. I'm, look, and this shows a point on that, too. Most you are, uh, most adult U.S. Christians are spiritually lazy. They don't want to open their Bible. They don't want to pray. But let's go into the other side of that. How many preachers are like the preacher we talked about briefly earlier? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every day is a Friday. God mm-hmm. is all love. And I even, I even heard him say that, you know, if, if, if you're living in poverty, you're not living in God's victory. Yeah. If you're not rich, you don't have money. So I must be in trouble. Well, I'm in trouble, too. <laughs> this I've, whole I, podcast is in trouble. I, I've been in trouble. <laughs> but you get, what I'm, you get what I'm saying, but, but that, You that's, have that's preachers why. like that that are not preaching the spirit. 80% of I'll people, go, that's yeah, what they want. That's, I'll go play the lottery and win the, win the Powerball. Yeah. Be Buffy, brother. <laughs> yeah. and, and, just, and just pay your tithes to us, we'll be fine. Yeah, that'd be evil. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, put, we put holy water on it, it'll be okay. I'll just yeah. give all the money to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we don't ask, you don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell. Don't. We have to know where it goes. But but you know, you no, get what I'm, I'm saying. Because yeah. you you can put it on the fall of people. I think it's a mutual 
blame, if you want to mm-hmm. say it like that. Mm-hmm. There's not enough preachers out there well, you know, preaching biblical yeah. doctrine. doctrine. A positive study, study. No, they're not, they're not preaching. They're not yeah. preaching biblical sound yeah. doctrine. They're preaching feel good messages mm-hmm. and working on more entertainment. I seen a video that they have a pastor, and I, I could not. I had to take a Q-tip and make sure wax wasn't covering my eardrum. <laughs> the pastor came out and said, "I rather I focus more on the entertainment than the gospel being presented. Dude. If you're going to focus more on entertaining the people in your church." Mm-hmm. Then trying to present the gospel to them? Yeah. Resign. Well, do I, you think, yeah. do y'all think that, I mean, look at the state of America right now. Mm-hmm. Look at the state that she's in. I mean, it's because we've, we've come a long way from what this country was built on, the oh, biblical foundation. You know, we come a long way from it. I mean, we're so far off of it, it's unreal. But you guys, think about this. You know, I heard Jimmy Swaggart say that, you know, eventually this nation's going to come into a revival and all this. Mm. Guys, I need to ask you all a question. As far as this nation has traveled from the biblical truths of the gospel, I mean, it being pulled out of school, God being thrown out of the courts, God being thrown out of school. Actually, God's almost thrown out of this country, if you look at it. He's out of the Democrat Party. You know, he, I mean, he's just that. actually really thrown out of the country. He's not welcome into any part of this country, almost. Do y'all really think we're going to see revival before Jesus comes back? Do y'all actually really see now, that? Now, I believe, during the tribulation period... No, I'm talking be, about I'm now, talking now, about before tribulation. I, I'm talking about before I, the rapture of the church. I hope so. I would hope so, but I got this funny well, feeling. Well, this, is, this is where I come to yeah. the point of this, because I just looked it up. Sinners in the hands of an angry God turned this nation... I done read that it, so many times. Well, it mm-hmm. turned this nation upside down. Jonathan Edwards preached that message. He could, he could barely read it. He barely read it, to yeah, his face. yeah. But Jonathan Edwards, at the time of 1741 when it was published, I don't know... He was walking, and he there weren't a lot of preachers preaching the gospel. But they say when he preached that message, people it saw the world, it. Turned the world. People saw themselves walking on rotten but, but, boards but, and nah, the flames of hell. Falling. But but yeah. you get what I'm saying. And God always uses the remnant. Mm-hmm. Like I said, look, surprisingly, and look, like as, as my, I could be wrong, but in my Cajun brain that I have right here, mm-hmm. only three percent of U.S. adults claim. To have the, the fully fully believe the Bible, they put six percent, but that six percent they don't believe half of the stuff well, that yeah. biblical world that biblical true. So, yeah. it, it, look, Jonathan Edwards was one of the only ones to bring. Look, he didn't. He I don't know if Jonathan Edwards woke up that morning thinking he was going to bring revival to right, the nation, right? But that turned the nation upside down. And, and you know something that too brought, that helped before yeah. the right uh, revolutionary war, right? And, and, and you know something too. We're talking about entertainment. Did you know, I heard this story. I think it was Pastor Mike or an older preacher told, told us this one time. We were sitting around drinking. I don't drink coffee, but we were talking. He said, did you know that even way back in the day when Charles Persian, when he was preaching the gospel, there was a lot of churches. At that time, they didn't have television or Hollywood. Oh, or David, But right. they did have stage actors. Right. Yeah, and they, they said pastors or churches, a lot of them were doing that. They were hiring actors to come in their church to entertain the people. Way back in his day, they were doing the same thing. But, but, you know, so the, just to show you, it's always Florida, been around. That pastor, and I, if I remember mm-hmm. the video correctly, I wish I had the audio. Mm-hmm. The pastor comes out and says, well, when I took over the church, we didn't have that many people. We, mm-hmm. But that's when I started focusing on the musicians and mm-hmm. the plays and stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But majority of the people that are performing on his stage are not biblical, uh, uh, biblical. Uh, Some are not even probably saved. Well, and maybe. that's the thing they're using this as a prop up to get to the next. But for a pastor to come out and say, "Hey, I'm going to focus more on the entertaining side that's of the church than the gospel," and, I, and look, you you can understand their tone. People and some <laughs> people might agree with him. Well, you know, to get the youth in the door, we have to do this, and we can present the gospel to them. And I agree firmly on that. Not once mm-hmm. in the Bible did Jesus change his message Mm-mm. for the youth of the nation. He preached to everybody. He preached to everyone. And yeah. look, I, I'm a youth minister. So if anybody, before anybody ever puts in the comments, you don't understand what, what you're talking about. I am a youth minister. Mm-hmm. I have about 20 to 30 kids that, that join our youth group. Right. 
Do they all show up at youth at one time? Not sometimes they have stuff going on, but about twenty to thirty youth mm-hmm. that that I, I go ahead and I try to help out. I do bring out fun. Mm-hmm. I do bring them play ball. I bring, I, I bring them watch movies if we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a while right. back we went ahead and did a uh, did a pool party. We all went swimming. But I made sure the emphasis that I brought out was from the Bible. Right, right. right. It was not all this I, play. I ministered mm-hmm. to them. They had fun. And I'm not saying that you should have a boring youth group where you all sit down and do, oh, man. But at the same time, you cannot, especially for the youth, the youth gets galled in entertainment. After a while, they're going to get tired of that entertainment, and they're going to want something else. But something I think else. you got to look at it. you got to look at most of your churches today in America. You're talking about entertainment. Most of your churches today want to drag in the world to entertain. You see, they want to drag in what the world has. They see how the world's having fun, how the loss is having mm-hmm, fun. Mm-hmm. Those that know nothing about Jesus, they have a head knowledge maybe of God, but they don't know God. Mm-hmm. But they want to drag in what's out there into the church because mm-hmm. the loss is enjoying it. And so the, why can't why can't the people that are sitting in church enjoy what the world's in? Why you want to drag the world into the church? Right. Hey, you know what? Jesus well, pulled. Hey, hold on. The, wait. Let, let, me let, me let me finish. Let me finish. God pulled me out of the world. God pulled me out of the world and set my foot upon the rock, which is Jesus. You know what? God's gonna have the hardest time doing is pulling the world out of me. But, but and this is this is where they come to the this is where they come to the argument. Well, if we give it a worldly atmosphere, we bring that in there. Yeah, we're gonna attract the youth. Yes, you yeah. will attract the root, the youth. But to keep them in there, you can't preach the true gospel. No, you can't. Because look, and uh, look, there's a local church around here. We've been there multiple times. There's a big auditorium. We've been there for some concerts and all that stuff. Me and my wife went to a, a, a concert about seven years ago in this building. In this church, if you want, whatever you want to call it, going to meet the artists, which was amazing. It was a, a Jamie Grace concert. Jamie Grace, one of fam- one of my favorite artists that I met and talked to. But Jamie Grace was there, and we're going around. They made a line, and they had a bookstore in this church. Do you know what they were selling at the counter? Alcohol. In a church. Now, this comes to the... You, you, you go ahead and you have a recovering alcoholic that was a Christian and sees that. But why I got that in it? Well, it's okay to drink. It's okay. And you're selling that in your church when, when like I said, you're not looking at theology. You're not looking at doctrine. You're not looking at the time. John MacArthur did a great study. Oh, they use the that. scripture that Jesus drank wine? But, but you get what I'm saying, Bone? They putting that in there. Boogie, that same facility. Mm-hmm. You walked into their youth group. Mm-hmm. What you thought it was? That it was a bar. I mean, I seen pictures and films of people. Yeah, and look, I don't look. There's a Christian. Out, there's a minister out there. I, I disagree with his stance on the lights and whatnot. He's a good minister in every other way. But that look, a little leaven leavened the whole lump. A little leaven will corrupt look, the whole I'm not, lump. Look, I'm a sound man. I'm a sound man. I know sounds and stuff like that. And look, a little bit of lights here. You get what I'm saying? But you have all these fog machines like Hillsong. Hillsong really went off the deep end. They're cussing in their songs now. They're they're going. You didn't know that? No, no, I didn't. Know. They're, 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 they're using foul language in their songs now. They have all these lights. They're doing enchanting rituals. Man, you got some that do and, rap music. <laughs> but they're going too far now. They're taking it where, you know. But well, I want to say something that's very clear. I was watching a video, and I'm glad I watched it because that guy makes sense. He was talking about what is your worldview. He was saying, for example, how the world's worldview and how the Christian's worldview are totally different. And this is very very important. See, the worldview of a worldly person is this is all there is. I'm enjoying my life, the short the short life I have. I will enjoy it. I will smoke. I will drink. I will just let loose. I mean, this is the only life I have. I just soon have fun when I can, and that's it. I die and go to the ground. That's their that's their their that's the their world. philosophy. Yeah, that's, philosophy. that's their worldview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's or their philosophy. Well, well, that's what yeah. To say. Well, it's their worldview. Well, for a Christian, a worldview is supposed to be different. Our worldview is okay. This is not all that there is. There's a heaven. When I die, if I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I die and I go to heaven. And one day God will set up his early kingdom. So I have to witness the people and bring as much people as I can. I'm just a little part of it. I'm just a little player of it. 
but I have to do my but, part to win souls to Christ. So I, I, this is not all there is. There's something bigger and better. So it bothers me when I see when Christians, they're supposed to have this worldview. That's why this man said why so many Christians are miserable because they're just like the world and they're well, almost and, in that thing. But the, the, thing, the, the that, thing is, y'all got to look at it, guys. Yeah. You know, we bring all of this up. Mm-hmm. You look at the world that we live in. You look at America. You look at the people, the way they live. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you 90% of the people that live in this country don't think that they have to answer to a higher power. Oh, no, no. no okay, well, because, yeah. because you got to think about it, okay? Me, personally, I know I got to answer to somebody for, my, for the life that I mm-hmm. live. I, I know right. that within my heart. My heart tells me that. Mm-hmm. But most of your people that are lost, and say, well, I believe in God. Yeah, but which God do you believe in? Mm. You know, you got two different gods. You got Satan that runs this world, and then and you, you got, got the God. God of heaven. That's right. But most people don't even think about when they die that they're going to answer to a higher well, power. Well, they, they don't. Let's they don't. Go according to this, and I'm just thinking about that, and we're about to wrap it up. It said 176 Amer- million Americans profess to be a Christian. Wow. So so let's just say that's, that's almost half of the nation. So let, let's go according to this, though. Bo, and you were just saying that they don't they don't think they're gonna answer to a higher. They power. don't think they will. They don't, you no. know why? Because this falls into the back of what we talked about earlier. Christians, uh, pastors that go on a pulpit and say God is love, God is joy, God is peace. And when they get to that part where God's a God of judgment, they close the book. Because Larry King Live a few years ago, Joel Steen went on there and said he don't use the word sin. He feels he's more of a motivator and an encourager gonna of be a God's motivator. word. But oh, you know what's the problem with that is? You got a you got seventeen thousand people in your auditorium that's not hearing the word sin. And boy, that's a nicer boy. We serve a good God. He blesses. He he judges. And they hit their finger, or they they they, they go to a party in a bar room or whatever. And use that. They do some sin. It could be some sexual sin. I don't care. It could be something. Mm. And then they go to church. Oh, God is good. Look, like, I'm sorry, look, but you mentioned Oprah earlier. Mm. Yeah. Oprah and Tyler Perry went to, to this church yeah. and Oprah interviewed him. And oh, if you watch Oprah and you watch Tyler Perry, yes. they're raising their hands and they're singing mm. the songs. And they, oh, I was so encouraged by that. Mm. Not one word of sin. And that preacher could yeah. have talked about repentance, but he did not. And, and He'd yeah. rather choose mm-hmm. to get the book sales and rather sell souls to the to the laws. I'm sorry, and, folks. It and, just, yeah. and people wonder why only 6% of, of Americans... Which I think is far less whole of true biblical world. And another thing too, if you look at Oprah, she's a new ager. <laughs> I mean, she's demonically. In this in, in, I have videos already where they said that she was an actor at one time. I didn't know that she was an actor Oprah? at one time. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah, and, so far off the books, man. <laughs> and, and she claimed. I mean, I don't want to spook the nobody. Has moved in and she can't get out the yeah. door. I mean, right. I don't want to freak out or spook anybody. But the truth is, she said, "Well, I had demon spirits that coach me and tell me." How to act and how to everything. So this woman is new ager, believes that all roles demon control. Yeah, I mean she she don't she don't believe in the Bible, the biblical Jesus. Matter of fact, she did a video one time saying that, uh, and her when she has some Christian audience that actually fussed with her and told her off. She was saying, "Well, Jesus is not the only way." I heard her her say that already. And and there was some people. There was some Christians in her audience told her, "No, Jesus said I am the only way." Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wrap this up, guys. But that's a good way to end the hope. Jesus Mm -hmm. is the only way. Yeah. Look, Mm -hmm. Bone. We talked about remnants. Gideon took three hundred men and over over defeated an entire army. Of uh, God used twelve men and they changed the world right side up. Right mm-hmm. side up. God uh, used one man, win, you, Samson. Yeah, Samson, yeah. you got. Look, it could be six percent. It could be two percent. It could be three percent. God can raise up an army, a spiritual army, to raise this dead nation mm-hmm. of yep. religious, cold-hearted, lukewarm Christians. Mm-hmm. And bring revival, and that's our hope. That's but, what we need to hope and, for. And one thing I, I need to tell people: I'd rather have a small group of Christians that have some dynamite than have a bunch of people who don't got no dynamite that has no and, fire and, and, and just have guns with no bullets. Let's use a Cajun terminology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have a gumbo with a little, with a lot of hot, with a little bit of hot sauce than a lot of gumbo with no hot sauce. With no right, hot sauce. I agree. That's you know how you gotta look saying? at it. Yeah, I'd rather have Christians right. with power. Yeah. All right, guys. So we got some good things in the work. We're gonna be uh, we talking with people to come on, and we got some good topics lined up. We got our we're eight episodes away from our one hundred episode. 
So somebody told me today, man, congratulations on that. And some podcasts don't even make it to two episodes. I said, I know. I know. But that's that, so, that by God's grace. Yeah. But yeah, but that's God's grace. And and the thing of it is, a lot of people might ask, well, y'all didn't make it big time yet. Listen, It'll I don't know how time. many people we're necessarily reaching with YouTube and the audio and all that. But it's going to go with the flow. You know, hey, I, yeah. I, if we get one soul listening and he gives his life to the Lord, mm. well, guess what? That that's one, a that, lot. And then we plant a seed for maybe future yep. Yep. future people to do even bigger than us. So yep. You got to think of that, Amen. too. Amen. It's like uh, I, I, just to encourage people, like the Reformation. You know, before Martin Luther came on the scene, there was many people who prepared the way yep. for Martin Luther. He was the he's the one who made the big bomb, I guess whoever, you could say. Whoever you would know? have thought the one that went ahead and won Billy Graham to the Lord. I was thinking about that too. Oh, so, you know, Billy or Graham. like Jimmy Swaggart. You know, Jimmy Swaggart yeah. had to accept the Lord one time. Look, in a small church. Millions, so, yep. Similar God Church. All right, guys, go ahead and leave a comment at the bottom of this video. If you have a question or concerns, you can email us at Brothers Just Searching Podcast at gmail.com. You can also look us up on the web, Brothers Just Searching dot wordpress.com you can find us on facebook brothers just searching as well you can leave us a message there uh if you like i said if you have any questions or concerns just email us or message us some way shape or form we're going to get back with you as soon as possible until next week bowen anthony y'all have a good week stay dry stay safe bowen you know don't stay up too late at night man you know don't <laughs> so until next week be blessed be encouraged and always remember jesus is coming back are you ready if not Get ready. He's coming back soon. Until next week, you have a good one.